I'm Jesse Aredia, and you're listening to Mom Empowered, where I help moms ditch their anger, break free from anxiety, and create the life they've always wanted. This show is for the mom who's ready to become more free and empowered. Hey, mamas. Today, we are talking about something that I know can be a sensitive subject for some people, especially because it has been, and sometimes still currently is, a a super sensitive subject for me. And it's the subject of sleep. Getting good sleep, getting not so good sleep, having trouble falling asleep, having trouble staying asleep, waking up after a really tough night's sleep, or the feeling of exhaustion from no sleep, and most of all, our thoughts about sleep. Just a heads up, this episode might be a bit spicy. Because when I say that we're going to be talking about our thoughts about sleep, what I really mean is that I'm going to be challenging your thoughts about sleep. And not just sleep, but also challenging your thoughts about exhaustion and your thoughts about your energy and your capacity. And I'm going to be doing this first by sharing a glimpse into my own personal story, which you may be able to relate to as a mom or at least hopefully be able to learn from. So let's dive in. Sleep, like I said, has been a sensitive subject for me, and it has been for quite some time, about eight years now, starting with a couple of seasons back when I was in college, where sleeping through the night or even just falling asleep suddenly became very difficult for me. It started with me developing a problem with leg aches, leg cramps, that would basically just keep me up for hours on end, and I and I still do sometimes get these leg aches, but almost exclusively while I'm pregnant. Yay, how fun. And during this time, I also developed TMJ while I was in college, which is basically just having pain in your jawbone. And this led me to have to start wearing a mouth guard while I slept. So sexy, I know. And experiencing a lot of paranoia at night because if I ever did forget to wear my mouth guard, I would basically wake up throughout the night in pain or I wouldn't be able to fully open my mouth. And that was, that was really terrifying to me. So, so this happened while I was in college. Then after college, my husband and I quickly got pregnant with our first daughter, and this pregnancy was also tough on me sleep-wise, partly because of the leg aches, like I mentioned, partly because of heartburn, partly because of just, you know, waking up hungry or feeling the baby move all night long, and also just because of random pregnancy insomnia. So fun! Yay! I remember spending a lot of nights just laying in bed in the middle of the night for hours on end, either listening to friends or listening to Once Upon a Time on Netflix, just wishing and longing to be able to fall back asleep. And then, of course, as many of you guys know, because, you know, your moms, when our daughter was born, I obviously experienced tough nights then, too, because I now had a newborn who wanted to nurse every two hours or who just didn't want to sleep much at all. And even when she was sleeping through the night, I still would sometimes have the hardest time going to sleep because I couldn't turn my brain off. I would literally just spend hours laying there in bed awake. And this continued on for years, even when my eldest did finally start sleeping through the night, because by that time, we now had our second daughter. And the middle of the night wakings with her, combined with my own insomnia, it just never seemed to let up. And because of all of this, I developed a very strong distaste for sleep. 
Now, I loved sleeping. I still do. And I longed to be able to sleep. But because it seemed like a good night's sleep just always somehow evaded me, I started to dread going to bed at night. That's why I mean when I say I had a strong distaste for sleep. I dreaded going to bed. I hated thinking about nighttime. It produced a lot of anxiety for me. And I also hated waking up after a rough night's sleep because from the moment my eyes would open I would be instantly filled with dread and stress and anxiety about what this day would be like trying to care for two children while also being tired and feeling the physical effects of that night's sleep on my body and what I didn't realize at the time is that one of the biggest causes of my unhappiness during my first couple of years of motherhood, it really wasn't so much the physical exhaustion. Because truthfully, I did have some really tiring days, but I also managed most days just fine. What was actually at the root of my unhappiness was my mental and emotional state. It was the way my brain was interpreting a bad night's sleep. It was the fear and dread that my thoughts were producing, not the sleeplessness or the tiredness itself. One of these thoughts I constantly had for years, and I still do have to be very conscious to not give too much power to, is the thought of, I'm never going to be able to catch up on this sleep I just lost. I'm never going to be able to catch up on it. And the reason I even had this thought or belief to begin with is because of an article I read when I was younger, when I was back in college, about 18 years old, right around the time that all of my sleep issues and sleep anxiety first began. And this article talked about how it's a common misconception that simply taking a nap or going to bed early after you get a bad night's sleep will help you catch up on your sleep. Because the truth is it actually typically takes weeks, weeks for your body to quote, unquote, catch up on sleep. It's not like an equation where you can just count up how many hours of sleep you lost and then reallocate those hours elsewhere. It doesn't work like that. And I kid you not, this article that I read, you know, that gave me this new knowledge, it truly haunted me. Up until about two years ago, it still haunted me. Because I now always have this story on repeat in my head that no matter how hard I try, I will not be able to catch up on my sleep in the way that I want to. And this made me feel very out of control and very powerless. And that is the power of just one thought. Now, like I said, I, I want to spend today looking at more of these kinds of thoughts. Thoughts about our sleep and our bodies and our energy and capacity and what exhaustion even really means. Because if you are waking up regularly feeling dread or maybe feeling depressed or anxious or even resentful, either during or after a rough night's sleep, it is almost definitely because of the thoughts you're thinking or even the stories you're telling yourself. And it's not your fault necessarily that you have these thoughts. Our brains are programmed to produce negative thoughts. But... In order for us to truly be a healthy, empowered, thriving mom, we have to be willing to call these thoughts out and actively produce new ones. Just recently, I've been doing a lot of thought work pertaining to sleep and exhaustion and energy because now that I am pregnant with our third daughter and also running a business that requires me to be able to show up well for my clients and produce focused, quality content, getting a good night's sleep and being well-rested is super important to me now. And due to leg aches or waking up hungry or just, you know, that typical third trimester insomnia, getting a good night's sleep and always feeling well rested is unfortunately not always happening. 
And it was actually my business coach who challenged me to start working on my thoughts pertaining to these things because of a small breakdown that I may or may not have had while on a group call with her and her other coaching clients. In a nutshell, I was having a lot of mind drama a lot of mind drama around doing live video workshops in my Facebook community, which had never been a problem for me before. I was having mind drama around producing new podcast episodes, which again, should not have been a problem after spending the past, gosh, almost three years doing podcasts. And then I was also having mind drama around the idea of bringing on more clients, which is crazy because that's my goal. My goal is to bring more clients in and make more money and build my business. And and I'm having mind drama around it. So as I'm bringing this mind drama into our call, my coach, Kristen, she, she did what she does so well, which is she made me dig a little deeper. What's going on here? She asked me, what's going on? Why all of a sudden is planning another Facebook workshop or writing a podcast episode, why is it bringing up all kinds of stress and anxiety for you? Why are you afraid to sign more clients? What is the story you are telling yourself here? And that's when I started to cry and, and I still get emotional when I think about it because I'm still in the process of doing this thought work and, and, and you know, working through these things. I started to cry because the thoughts I was having were, I don't want to give all of my energy away. This pregnancy is taking sleep away from me and now I have less to give. I have to protect myself. That these were the thoughts I was having. I have to protect myself. Even if that means showing up less powerfully and having less impact and not giving my best. And in that moment, you know, after sharing those thoughts, you know, and really getting to the root of all of this, she did what the best coaches do, what I always strive to do with my clients, with the moms I work with, which is she challenged these thoughts and she pushed me to create some new ones. Like, exhaustion is safe for me. It's safe. Even when I do feel exhausted, I am safe because I know how to replenish my energy. And right then she asked me, what do you do when you feel drained and exhausted? And I said, well, I usually take a nap. I take a lot of naps these days. And she said, great. So what what's the problem here? Why are you not resting in that knowledge that you have the ability to replenish your energy and that you are able to cope with being tired and not getting the best sleep? She also pointed out that my fear of exhaustion, my fear of being depleted and giving my all and having nothing left for myself, that this fear is actually exhausting me more than real exhaustion. And once she said it, I knew she was right. Because I might not be sleeping all that great these days, but I don't walk around feeling fatigued or worn down and exhausted. I'm walking around feeling worried and anxious, looking at my to-do list and getting stressed, even though it's so doable, showing up on coaching calls with a little bit of dread, even though they're so enjoyable. And by the end of each call, I actually do feel more energized. It was my mental and emotional state that was exhausting me, not physical exhaustion. The thoughts I was carrying around about my inability to cope with being tired or my inability to keep giving of myself if I'm not getting a great night's sleep, these thoughts were what were the most heavy for me. And if I were to continue giving power to them, I would have on my hands a self-fulfilled prophecy. I would have less to give of myself. 
I already was trying to secretly pull back, even though this is a season where I do have the capacity to put more in my business and make it grow. And if I were to keep questioning my energy or capacity, the weight of that anxiety would continue to feel heavier and heavier. And I would continue to become more depleted by my own thoughts until I would no longer have the capacity. Then I really would have to retreat and recoup and draw back. So ever since that day, I have been really intentionally working on my thoughts regarding sleep and exhaustion and energy, and I am so happy to report that my experience, my results are now different. I am giving my best to myself and my family and my clients as well as as my community. I'm, I'm having fun creating free content full of value for you guys. I've stepped up my podcast game. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm stepping it up. I'm not spending my day worried about how I'm going to handle having low energy. I'm going about my day, taking it moment by moment, and when I do have low energy, I handle it. Naps are my new best friend, I'm telling you. Naps are amazing, and I'm getting my butt to bed earlier. And I'm also pushing through whatever resistance I feel when I first open my eyes in the morning because even though my first thought might still be, man, last night sucked, that was a terrible night's sleep, I'm also still finding the strength and confidence to get up and go about my day. I'm going on my morning run. I'm tackling my thoughts. I'm spending powerful time with the Lord. And I'm preparing for what I anticipate to be an amazing day no matter what. So do you see now how your thoughts matter Your thoughts about sleep and exhaustion and yourself matter. I know that your situation might not be the same as mine, but if you are not getting a great night's sleep these days, if you're feeling more tired these days, odds are there's a little bit of mind drama that you are having to navigate, and I want to help you navigate that mind drama well. So here's my challenge for you. Here is the the big takeaway. I want you to sit down with a piece of paper and jot down all of the thoughts, beliefs, and stories that you have about sleep and being tired and giving of your energy, whether that's energy to your job or to your kids or to your goals or to your side business or to your friends or to taking care of your body or getting up early. I want you to identify what thoughts you have about all of these things, especially the thoughts that you're having in the middle of the night or when you first wake up in the morning. Then once you have these written down, I want you to start connecting the dots of how these thoughts are making you feel. Is it dread? Are you feeling frustration? Are you are you experiencing fear? I want you to write down how each of these thoughts make you feel and then write down what results are being created from those feelings. If you have a thought when you first wake up of my child robbed me of my sleep last night and now I'm going to be so tired today, you most likely have a little bit of anger and frustration. And that anger might easily result in you wanting to lash out later on in the day when you're trying to get them down for a nap. Or, you know, if you're you're thinking, I'm going to be so tired today, you might have a little bit of dread that you're feeling. And then that will result in you wanting to maybe just check out and binge watch Netflix instead of come up with creative ways to spend the day or use the energy that you might actually still have for being productive and making it an amazing, incredible day. So I want you to do this kind of this kind of mapping on a piece of paper. Map out your thoughts, pinpoint the feelings attached to those thoughts, and then see if you can identify some of the results that you are most often creating because of these things. Then I want you to ask yourself, what are the results I do want? 
you know, if you're not happy with the results you're currently creating, what are the results you do want? Ask yourself, how do I want to spend my day? How do I want to treat myself or my children or my work? How do I want to feel? And then after that, ask yourself, what are the new thoughts, the new declarations I'm going to start practicing and speaking over myself and clinging to in order to create more of these results? Is it the thought of, I have all the strength I need to handle this day? Is it the thought of how my night went does not have to dictate how my day goes? Or maybe it's the thought I can find a solution to my exhaustion and use every opportunity presented to me to refuel and recharge. Maybe that's a thought you need to cling to. Or maybe for you, you just need the simple thought of exhaustion is safe. I'm safe here. I'm going to be okay. I am okay. Mama, you and I are so much stronger than we sometimes give ourselves credit for. The Lord gives us strength and he gives us wisdom. He can show us how to cope with these nighttime challenges. He can show us how to handle things like insomnia or or a baby or a toddler who just won't sleep. And maybe the solution he'll lead you to is as simple as getting your butt to bed earlier, turning off the laptop, turning off the phone earlier and getting into bed. Or maybe it'll require you to make a decision like sleep training or changing your diet or slowing your pace of life, or asking for more help from your partner or a family member or a friend. The solution might also be to really put in the work to overcome that anxiety that is causing you to have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep at night, that is causing you to to not be able to turn your brain off because you just have these thoughts swirling in your head. It might be time to ask for help in the form of counseling or coaching so that you can become more empowered to deal with what's really going on beneath the surface. This is something that I do with women in my Mom Empowered program. I help them navigate these things like anxiety and overwhelm because they're not from God. Your anxiety is not from God and it's keeping you from fully walking in the freedom and abundance that's been promised to you. And I'm deeply passionate about equipping and empowering moms with the tools that will help them change that. So I hope that this conversation on sleep and thoughts on sleep has been helpful to you. I hope it's been even a source of inspiration and motivation to you, that it motivates you to tackle your thoughts and begin to create new thoughts and create more of the results you do want. A life where you are feeling energized and excited and inspired and able to offer your best to both yourself and to those around you. Now, I would love to hear your biggest takeaways from this episode. I, if, if there's a, a thought that you've identified that you are currently having that you want to replace, I want to know about it. So go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode and put it up in your Instagram stories and tag me at Jesse Aredia so I can hear what this episode meant to you. Thank you guys for listening, and I will be back next week with another empowering episode for you all.